What's up, everyone? This is episode 45 of BCG Podcast. I'm Ayana, and I'm here with Ayo <laughs> And we have a lot of topics that we want to touch on today. Um, first off, we want to say happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day to everyone. This is a very good day to honor a very, um, very courageous man and his legacy, um, Dr. King. Yes, definitely. Um and Dr. King is one of my he's one of my biggest inspirations and he really has changed a lot or he's tried and that's I think that's the biggest thing that keeps him that keeps everyone um you know talking about this this day so much and him as a person he's done so much for us and um you got to thank him yeah and I think it's important that we don't just um on his legacy, on his birthday, and mm-hmm. on the holiday that we get off for during Black History Month, but that we do it year-round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like on, on BCG Mag, as we try to, we try to always honor Dr. King. And like he said, just not today, but all the time. And also, too, because some of the little kids, they don't know about Dr. King. That's the thing. Like yeah, You have some little kids that really don't even know about Dr. King. Yeah, they're, they're on, this day is, you know, Dr. King's birth. Uh, well, not his birthday because his birthday was a few days ago. But this is the day that we honor him. So it's Dr. Martin Luther King Day. It's a federal holiday. So there are a lot of kids who don't know much about Dr. King. That's the sad part. You know, yeah, there's so- some kids who don't know about Malcolm. It's so many kids who don't know about a lot of the people. Rosa Parks, I mean, a lot of these kids really don't know about these people. Probably people that don't know about um, probably kids don't know about Maya Angelou. I mean, I just don't understand. Like, I th- I don't think that the schools are teaching these kids. I mean, and and that's the biggest thing with BCG Mag. When you go on my page and when you go on a magazine page, we want people to learn something. Once you leave off the page, you find uh, you you channel into something that you didn't know before. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I think is the biggest thing trying to gain more knowledge on our people. And not just our people. It's not even just about that. Everybody should know about Dr. Uh, Dr. King. It's not Absolutely. just you know African Americans. Everybody should know about him. So it's not just about uh, it being our people. It's about everybody knowing who he is, what he's done for this country, what he's tried to do, and um, take that all in. And when you um, you know when you're somewhere alone, grab a book, learn more about him, Google him. Find out more things about Dr. King that you didn't know before. You know, that's the biggest thing. Um, and that's why that's why I try to challenge myself. I'm reading more books this New Year's, um, and I'm really just trying to gain more knowledge on a lot of topics that I didn't know much about before. I think that's the biggest thing about life. That's what you should want out of your life. Yeah, it's important. Um, it's very important. And, you know, um, as you get older, you start, you know, that's that's what it's all about, really. Um, so with that being said, we're going to start on our topics for um, episode 45. And let's just say Soulja Boy was definitely the topic of this week. He had a yeah. lot going on. Um, and rightfully so. I'm glad he's getting his just due. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, about, I think he's definitely having having the comeback that he thought he had in 2018. I think he's having it now, for sure. 
sure. There's, it's definitely a comeback, but I'm just happy to see that he's getting some kind of credit because I've always felt like Soulja Boy was somebody that changed the social media game when he yes. first stepped on the scene. I'm not too sure with the whole music thing because I feel like there were people who made, you know, okie-dokie music before he got there. But I am going to say for sure that when he came, he really did do some things that, um, you know, set some trends. And that's, I think if you could do that in this kind of culture, you're going to be remembered. I think Soulja Boy did change a lot. And just like I continue to mention, he really changed the social media world as far as how rappers were uh, perceived and not only perceived, how they were able to come up off the social media game. Because I feel like he was one of the first um, artists in that time when MySpace was really, uh, really big. He was one of those artists. His YouTube prank that Soulja Boy really got big from MySpace. Um, yes. It transcended over to the YouTube arena. That's where he really got his single. That's where he was really able to blow. And we all thought of how he blew because everybody um, just seemed like in a matter of seconds overnight he cha- uh, he got so much um, he got so much uh, attention from the crank that Soulja Boy that he was uh, he then was on 106 and Park. Had a um had a video for it, then put out an album, and his album had some hits on it. So, um, you know, like I really do think in that sense he changed he changed um the way people look at social media, and the way that rappers uh, perceive it. Because some people I don't think I don't, I don't think before Soldier Boy there were probably a lot of people that really felt like they could make it from a, a, a MySpace arena. Yeah, yeah, and we talked about this a few episodes back when he kind of said that he was like the father of all these new rappers and I completely agree because mm. I feel like he really burst and ushered in the SoundCloud rapper and he laid out the blueprint for the exact same way that every single rapper that you have now. He said in several interviews too he laid out the blueprint for how mm. all these rappers are kind of like, you know, getting their money and uh becoming successful now. So it's really good that he's getting his his credit is just, you know, his his recognition and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like I said. I'm, I'm glad that he's getting his recognition for it. And, and, and most of the artists that have come forward with it, they've been saying, "Yeah, he's absolutely right. We, everybody has some kind of inspiration from Soldier." Now, I'm not going to admit that everybody has gotten some inspiration from him, but I'm going to say that the rappers that he's talking about, like the younger generation of the, uh, you know, like the uh, rappers, like the people that he's saying, uh, claims are doing the what is it, uh, mumble rap generation mm-hmm. or whatever, he's saying that he's, oh, he's um, the father of them or whatever. That could be true. Yeah, a lot of those guys probably follow Soulja Boy, and um, a lot of them probably do, try to do what, what he did back in that time. But like I said, Soulja Boy's era is not really going to be, he has another era that's probably never going to be um, duplicated because just of how he, like I said, how he popped out of really nowhere with a song that went viral from YouTube and MySpace. And exactly. he was number one in the world for, his song was number one for weeks. He had everybody doing Crank That Soldier Boy, Samuel Jackson, um, everybody pretty much was doing everybody Crank That, that. Soldier yeah. Boy. Yeah. So I feel like he definitely, um, he definitely had an era with that. Um, but... And- What's crazy is after he came out with Crank That Soldier Boy, every song after that came, had a dance to it. 
yeah, he um like I said, he he um he really he really, really um influenced a lot of these guys in their raps. Um a lot of the guys that are after him coming, like the mumble rappers in my opinion. He really did he really did influence a lot of them. So um that is crazy that you mentioned that because that I was, was just thinking about that. I was like, Yeah, you know, after that, they had walked out all the songs, and I was like, wow, yeah, like, he, he really set that up. Everybody's kind of coming in and eat off that lane. Right, and what's so funny is that Walk It Out, I've always felt like it kind of sounded like a crank that sold a little bit, just yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a little bit for some reason. But you're absolutely right. After he did that, because but the whole thing is people have to remember that dance tracks has never been new in hip-hop. Like, that's always been a thing. Like, we had doing the butt, like, years and years ago. People right. have to remember these these rap songs. These you know, I understand people want to give Soulja Boy a lot of credit and whatnot, whatnot. I think maybe he set up the South. He 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 allowed the South to do more of the dance stuff. I'm not gonna say he was somebody that like completely influenced the whole dance. I, I there there I think well, for, for the newer generation. I'll put yeah. it that way. Yeah, maybe for the newer yeah, maybe for the newer generation, you're absolutely right. But I also think his influence was a lot bigger on social media. That's where I think his influence comes from. I think his influence within social media is much bigger than his his influence, um his influence with the crunch that Soulja Boy. Because it really was just a song that to some people really just, because a lot of people didn't think Soulja Boy was going, and he, I don't think he's had another hit that has duplicated the success of Crank That Soulja Boy. But He's also had other hits on the radio. He has Soldier Girl. He's had uh, Pretty Boy Swag. He's had a lot of hits on the radio that have, um, you know, it's not just not just crank that that we can think of, but he's had other right. hits after that, you know. So, you know, like I said, I'm just I'm glad that he's getting his just due now. Hopefully, he doesn't mess us up with saying anything wrong because he's kind of been on Hope, one. Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully not. He's been out here lately. So, I don't know. You yeah. think you're going to cut the check so you can go on the uh, B2K tour now? I mean, I feel like <laughs> I feel like it would be smart because that'll put their that'll give them more sales. I mean, why wouldn't you want somebody? Why would you want somebody on your tour that's going that's going to? He that'll, that'll probably be. It'll probably already be a sold out tour. I'm. I mean, it, that's what I'm thinking because I know a lot of a lot of young girls and a lot of women that are older are trying to you know go just to relive out their younger days, I guess. Right, right. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, a lot of people are really trying to go. So I, I definitely feel like it would be smart for them to add him to the rotation just because, like I said, it'll it'll more than likely, um, that having him on the tour more than likely give it a sold-out show probably every night. But I think they're yeah. probably going to do sold-out numbers anyway, not regardless of him being there because, like I said, a lot of women are really, really interested, and guys too, really want to go and uh, just relive their younger, you know, the, those days because you know those Millennium tours. Are, I'm, I've never went to a Millennium tour actually. Um, I've never went to a Millennium tour. I would like to go as press, maybe to the event, just to get some interviews in. But um, right, right. As far as going a Millennium tour, I've never went, so I don't really know. Um, how those things go, but I always saw that. Um, I always looked at the the screen tour. Um, how the screen tour was, and if there's anything yeah. like the screen tour, oh, it's gonna be crazy. So it, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, like I said, hopefully, um, hopefully they do add him to it. If they don't, 
Maybe he could do his own tour. <laughs> name it the crank that soldier. Name it yeah. the crank that soldier boy. Um, crank that soldier boy reboot. I don't know. Reload something. <laughs> anything. I mean, if he wants to really be on it that bad, create your own tour. He has the money. <laughs> no, he does. Yeah. So okay. It's pretty much whatever soldier soldier's going to um, do at this point. But yeah. Um, Did you listen to Future's new album? Um, yes, that's what we're going to get on next. Uh, so Future put out his new album. Um, I listened to a few of the tracks. They weren't too bad, but this is not a album. This is not like his his latest his latest work. Um, I think the production is solid, but it, a lot of the tracks sound the same. Um, I think that it's just not, a, it's just not to me, it's just not his best, his best work. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think, no, I agree with that. Um, mm-hmm. It was 20 tracks. I listened to it all the way through one time, and I tried to go through it maybe a, a second time. But I found myself really only messing with about, I think, eight of the 20. So I, mm-hmm. like, if I had to rate it like I on a scale of one to five, <laughs> I'd probably give it a three mm-hmm. out of five. Because, like, he had some songs that's like, yeah, this is definitely the future that we want to hear. Like, if I had to liken it to one of his other albums that he put out, it kind of reminded me of when he did uh, the Purple Rain album. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it had the songs on there that you liked, but it wasn't, like, a complete future project, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, And like I said, it's it's not that bad, but it's just not his, like, his latest work. I mean... And another thing too, Future didn't even really promote this album the way he should have. You know, I think these artists have to do better with their promotion. You want to get good, you want to get um. But the 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 um the album is number one on iTunes, but that's because his fans. You know, Future has some diehard fans. So I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Future has. So I mean, they're gonna go buy whatever he puts out. But as far as this album, it's gonna be a. It's gonna be an album that people talk about for a few weeks and it's going to be done because I mean, unless he goes on tour, which I think he is going on tour. Um, yeah. I think he might go on tour. Yeah. Unless he's going on tour. Yeah. The album is not, not really feeling it too much to be yeah. honest. But in, um, in streaming, does that really matter now? Does it really matter? Like for it to be like, uh, like top, you know, almost like March madness level future album, or does it just matter that he gets the streams off of certain songs more than anything? Um, I think, like, with the album, uh, I think with the album, it's kind of... Um, I think it's tricky. Yeah, it's, it's a tricky situation. Um, but like, like I said, I don't have too much to say about the future album because I'm not really feeling it as much. Okay. And really, when I'm not feeling an uh, album as much, I really don't really listen to all the tracks. Um, I think I left the last two. I didn't listen to the last two because I, I kind of had yeah. gotten enough of the same sound. By the time <laughs> I had got done with it, I was like, okay, it's not too bad, but it's really not the best because Future, you know, he really puts out some bangers. This is not anything like um, some of his last albums, but um, yeah. But as far as the good tracks, we will have BCG playlist uh, 15 for, um, and he's featured on it. So I have a few of the tracks that are featured uh, okay, on the cool. album that will be on the playlist. Um, we'll move on with the next topic. Okay. So 
last week, Nike actually unveiled the Nike Hyper Adapt BV, which is a Nike Hyper Adapt basketball shoe that has an auto lacing feature. And mm-hmm. I think that's going to be so dope for a lot of the players now. That's good. And it has a lot of um, adaptive technology that kind of maps to your foot. It tracks, um, like, steps, speed, all kind of different things like that based off of the app they developed for, with the shoe. And um, what Jason Tatum actually wore them after they unveiled um, it in the press conference last week. So I'm excited to see what they're going to be able to do with not only the Nike Hyper Adapt, but if they're going to start putting that same technology in other Nike basketball shoes, like if they're going to be a LeBron with the Hyper Adapt feature in it or a KD mm-hmm. or a Kyrie shoe or even a Kobe shoe. I heard the Kobe shoe, the Kobe shoe that's coming out um, in February and may actually have that hyper adapt feature in there. So that'll be really cool to see. Um, I'm yeah, just curious cool. if they're going to be successful with that $350 price point for like the average basketball player, not somebody that's like playing in college or something like that, but like maybe a middle school or high school kid that wants to play in those shoes, but have to drop 350 bucks on them, you know? So I'm excited mm-hmm. to see if they're going to change the price point or make it more affordable later on down the line. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, Nike hybrid app, basketball sneaker. Um, AO Joe is getting us hip to some, uh, you know, hip to a sneakers. But when is it dropping? Um, they actually are releasing, I want to say they're releasing next month in February. Okay, okay. Cool. That sounds cool. Um, yeah. Also, too, with our next topic, Boogie Cousins' return to the Warriors. I'm super excited about his return. Um, he Boogie Cousins is, is pretty good. Um, so I'm really excited to see him with KD, Steph, um, the whole roster, Clay, Draymond. And in his return, he um, played 15 minutes, had 14.6 rebounds. Solid numbers to be only playing 15 minutes. He had 15 oh, yeah, points yeah. and six rebounds. So just imagine when he's playing like the full game. He's going to be a monster. I'm just excited for them because, they, you know, they really got to start meshing him into the, you know, into their um, transitioning and how they how they do things because once playoffs start, you can't really change a whole lot of stuff. This is really going to be the team. Like this is going to be who y'all are working with. He's going to be the guy. And they really, really have to get him adjusted to how they play and, um, you know, how they play in Oakland. So I'm really excited to see him. Um, I'm really excited to see DeMarcus Cousins um, start playing. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. Um, I think the Warriors really unlock that that final cheat code to get that three-peat that they want. So, um, yeah, that that's what I think on it. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I'm just excited for him because, you know, um, the thing is with a lot of players, some players really actually actually love this game. And, you know, there are some people who, there are some NBA players who they really don't, they really don't care. Like, they want to check, that's it. You know, you see how Carmelo's life is going right now with yeah. him and his situation because it's all for a check with him. It's, I don't think Carmelo really loves the game anymore. But who am I to say that he doesn't love the game that got him to where he's at? But it's maybe just a way that you could kind of tell by watching him play, seeing how yeah, he after operates. Yeah, him on the court versus yeah, you can kind of yeah. Right, you can kind of see how he operates to know uh, this guy really doesn't care too much about the game anymore. It's kind of like a, you know, whatever thing with him. And that's okay because some people are like that. But at the same time, 
when you're really trying to um, keep a career in something, you the love for it can't, you know, it can't be, it can't go away so early. And Carmelo Anthony's only 32 years old. He's not even, he's not even. Let I mean I don't know if he's trying to let go of the game, but for somebody who um, it's just it's just you know it's just bad. It's so it's too early in his career to me. It's still early in his career. Yeah, he he might ha- he to me I felt like Carmelo had at least four years to go, maybe three to the most. Um, I would say three. Three. Yeah, I think three yeah. is good, a good, a good enough because that's how many years I'm guessing LeBron. But I think LeBron's gonna be a. It's possible. Yeah, I think it's possible because yeah. LeBron um, is real is much more dedicated. And he spends enough money like training himself and then like making sure he's able to recover and things like that to you know sustain. In, in the league for the long haul versus certain people, certain players that kind of are just there, they play, they get their money, and that's it. But LeBron, you know, wants to continue to establish his legacy. So I, I can definitely see LeBron playing to, like, 38 or 40. Yeah. And he and his, he has the body to um, to do that as well. Um, and also, too, with Carmelo Anthony, he will be um, choosing which team he's going to stay on before the NBA trade deadline, I believe, is on the 8th. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. I could be wrong. But the NBA trade deadline is coming up, so he will be picking a team. Um, sources say that he has multiple teams looking at him, so I'm just excited to see which team he's going to choose. Um, hopefully, you know, it's, hopefully it's a good team. So hopefully he has another chance at resurgence uh, with another team because, you know, at this point, people are looking at him like, you know, I'm going to be honest, people are kind of looking at Carmelo as a joke right now. Was yeah, how, exactly. How so everything is kind of went with yeah, so I'm just I want to see what he's gonna do with that. Um, also, R. Kelly was dropped from Sony. Uh, it's about time. Label. Yeah, it's about time. I think they've had plenty of time. He's had plenty of time. He hasn't got his act together. Um, and he he I think this should have been something that should have happened a long time ago, just based yeah. on things that just based on all, his behavior. Yeah, just based on how he was operating already he should have already this situation should have already um taken place and you know so i don't really have too much to say about it um but i'm actually glad that they went ahead and made that move um also to dame dash uh mentioned that he's in the fiesta video only because Aaliyah acts um a lot of people are saying he's lying about it but yeah i don't, this, I don't know the truth in that um i have the maybe am i wrong but did Aaliyah pass before didn't she pass before that Fiesta video was done? I want to say she did. It was 2001. Let me double check. I'm going to fact check it real quick. Okay. Because I'm not too sure if she was even here to mention, you know, to him about, you know. Yeah, she died in 2001. Yeah. Um, okay, so 2000. Yeah. So it happened around the same time. Okay, so the Fiesta video took place in 2000. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, she might be right. I mean, he might be he might be right about it. Um, but I would hope, you know, I would hope why, like, you know, I 
just trying to understand what, why exactly did he have to bring her name up in that situation? But you know, I mean, maybe that's his, maybe that's his way of letting people know I didn't really care too much about being in the video. Aaliyah just wanted me to be in it, so I went ahead and did it. I guess I don't know. Um, but that's what he, that's what he said. It's just, it's just crazy to even think about, really. But yeah, you know. I, I think so too. Yeah. Maybe he's just putting it out there to kind of cover himself, so he's not kind of wrapped up in all all of the um, accusations going on lately since the documentary. Maybe that's why I said it. So I was really trying to figure out, I was like, well, why are you continuing to talk if you aren't really guilty and, and doing anything and you didn't say you saw things and covered it up? That's why I was really trying to figure out the entire time why Dame Dash is out here constantly talking about this stuff. Yeah, it's kind of confusing why he would um, come out about it. But, yep. Um, so uh, with um, I want to do a part two because we want to get on the Adrian Boner and Manny Pacquiao fight. Um, we have some other topics after that, too. Patrick Mahomes, uh, $200 million deal. Tom Brady being called the greatest of all time by Robert Kraft. Strategy P. Henson getting a song in the Walk of Fame. Um, Wu-Tang Day, I saw in Public Enemy going on tour. So what we're going to do is we're going to end it for this uh, this first part of the episode 45, and then we're going to come back and do the um, part two. Okay. All right. 